Did you miss Canty and Carlin? You know what? I bagged groceries. I know that life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you want to go out of your way to be kind to the people that bag your groceries now. Mean streets of the upper middle class. That's where I come from. Wow. <laughs> you also ran a board. With that. You also ran a board. I don't see a Tib and Matlock after every show. Yeah. Well, I, that's a great point. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. And I do have to say, there were times I got tipped along the way when I was board hopping. <laughs> <laughs> for so some you, people so, you, so you're not paying that one for no huh? i'm not Got paying it. that one for okay. carlin espn radio and on the espn app we are presented by progressive insurance 888-ESPN 888-729-3776 can anyone truly challenge the eagles in the nfc and does signing T.Y. Hilton now bring the Cowboys out of Odell Beckham Jr. All those on the docket for you to respond to at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But we have Monday Night Football tonight. It is the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals. Does it scream excitement? Well, it should for the Patriots because they need this game in the absolute worst way. And this is what has me interested tonight. Two things. Number one, I sense there's the possibility of a Kyler Murray, uh, Cliff Kingsbury explosion on the sideline coming soon. Really? I could see that, you know, the way things are going with those two lately. Couldn't you see that happening? It's combustible. Yeah. It's combustible out there in the desert. I will give you that. I could definitely see that happening. You know where I can't see an explosion? Mm. With the New England Patriots offense. Yeah, no. That offense, <laughs> that explosion is not Colin, coming from there. They scored a, a combined 46 points over the last three games. 46. They are god-awful on the offensive side of the ball. Chris, they're, they're, they're tied with the Denver Broncos in red zone efficiency. And Carlin. You know that that's not a place you want to be when it comes to an offensive statistical category tied with the Denver Broncos. No, no, it's that's not. That's not what you want to be. But that's where the New England Patriots are. So a team that seemingly has everything to play for and controlling their own playoff destiny, Carlin, it doesn't feel like their offense will be able to get out of its own way enough to allow them to punch their ticket to the tournament. Well, this is why I I don't believe they're going to get home. This Monday Night Football preview is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. But when I look at the standings, is there anybody else? The Patriots are sitting there right now at 6-6. and Mm -hmm. Do I think that the Jets are markedly better than the Patriots? I think they're better. They're better. I, I think but they haven't proven they're better on the field. They ex- played them twice and lost to them. Exactly, <laughs> and that was with the other quarterback. But still, as much as I, – I don't know if – Mike White might have changed the fortunes for them in one of those games. Uh, are the Patriots capable of making the playoffs and doing any real damage? Well, put it this way. They're capable of making the playoffs. But if they do that, Chris, I think that they will have done it by navigating their way with a defense that we thought was really good at the beginning of the year, turn out to not be that great, but I still think has enough in them to make a playoff run. Well, their defense, To the playoffs, I'm their saying. Their defense is going to have their work cut out for them today, Carlin, because tonight only marks the second time that the Cardinals would have had Kyler Murray, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, and Hollywood Brown all healthy. 
So, I mean, you, you got to think that having all of the weapons there, Cliff Kingsbury is going to be able to do more on that side of the ball because his background is on the offensive side of the ball. So you would think that that group would be able to step up. And being a home dog probably adds a little more fire to them too. So if you're the Arizona Cardinals, if you want to have a respectable season, they're already falling short of expectations. But if you want to at least make it a respectable season, then you got to find a way to be able to get this done at home against a struggling Patriots team. Well, you've lost four of the last five games, Carlin. you got to have some good feels around the organization. Or to your previous point, this whole thing might implode. Well, I don't trust the Cardinals in the least. There's no part of me that trusts them to be able to do any of that. I look at the coaching matchup, and that's not a matchup. It's not a matchup. No. And I look at the coach going up against that quarterback, and I'm sorry. I fully believe that Kyler Murray will make a couple of mistakes tonight that could be absolutely crucial and devastating to the Cardinals this evening. I have no reason to believe in Kyler Murray based off of this season. I have no reason to believe in Cliff Kingsbury. But can't you see how this has been percolating a bit between the two? You know, when Murray makes the comment a few weeks ago, post-game, that, you know, from schematically, schematically we were blanked. In yeah. other words, the coaching screwed that up. Yeah, he threw his coach under the bus. Yeah, and Colin Murray is not shy about throwing anybody under the bus. Well, that's a, in part the problem in Arizona, right? Because your quarterback should show more maturity than Kyler has shown throughout this calendar year, Colin. Think back to right around the Super Bowl when he removed all of the Arizona Cardinal um, you know, acknowledgments from his social media accounts. Yeah. Like he scrubbed his social media accounts of anything that had the Arizona Cardinals on it because he was throwing a tantrum and wanting a new contract. And, and But the tantrum came the day after the season ended when you lost in the playoffs. But that's my point. You yeah. should be heartbroken about the loss, not not fixated on trying to get your long-term contract. Because here's the deal, Carlin. If you're a franchise quarterback, you're going to get paid your money anyway. Everybody already knows it. So the fact that he's shown this kind of immaturity and he's already thrown his head coach under the bus – and this is a guy that they paid $40 million a year in a long-term contract, by the way. I mean, the fact that you have this person as the leader of your franchise and your season has been this disappointing, it's an indictment on him as well. I know Cliff Kingsbury will ultimately end up paying the price in the end if they don't have a dramatic turnaround. But make no mistake about it, the Arizona Cardinals season, big part of this is on Kyler Murray, too. Well, that would worry me about the Cardinals' future. That, that, well, you should be worried. Who's who's going to come in and be able to straighten that situation out and get Kyler Murray, uh, you know, into a position where he matures and let's, becomes more of a leader? Let's be honest. Is it an attractive job? No. Is it going to be an attractive job? No. I get to live in Arizona. Yeah, well, it's lovely okay, out there. Okay, okay, that's great. Yeah, I mean, that's I about mean, it right now. The, Dem- the Denver Broncos, is that going to be an attractive job? Probably no. not. Like, no. I mean, you start thinking about the places where you could have job openings around the National Football League, I got to tell you, Carlin, the Arizona Cardinals, I don't know if that'd be high on my list because you're married to the quarterback. And I think the jury is still out on what Kyler Murray is. Well, you're not married to the quarterback. You're basically handcuffed to him because, you know, married, you can get divorced. This divorce ain't coming anytime soon. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great point. Yeah, right now you're, you're not getting out of this deal anytime soon. Do you believe the Cardinals win this game tonight or no? I don't. I, I don't think so at all. I would say no, and the reason I would say no is because the Cardinals have the worst scoring defense in the entire NFL. 
And wow, this is we, real. This is really David. And, uh, this is really the uh, a rock fight here tonight, huh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the worst defense against the worst offense. Yeah, I don't, or as yeah, bad as it can yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, this, this is the two teams throwing throwing cotton balls at each other and see who can hurt the other one. Like that's that's where we're at right now with these two matchups. But I, I, again, Carlin. I, I got the Cardinals should be better than what they are based on the talent that's been assembled, and they're not. And when teams don't realize their potential and they fall that short, I point to two individuals. I point to the quarterback. I point to the head coach. And that relationship is clear that there's friction there. And because of that, I, I don't see the Cardinals being able to get their act together. I, I think they're going to continue to slide, man. They've lost four of their last five. I think tonight they're going to tack on to it and make it five of the last six. I'm just looking because we, of course, have our primetime parlay coming up in a little bit. And it'll be on this game. Mm. And it feels like we're contractually obligated for that to be tonight with this game. Yes. I, I, not that it's going to be a bad game, but it's one that's impossible to pick. Yeah, but with, usually when a team is a home dog in yeah. a primetime matchup, I usually lean that way. But I can't lean that way. I can't with lean that way. I can't lean that way with Arizona. Over under is forty four. We can think about that. But Chris, I started looking at what the defensive assist, uh, defensive uh, over unders are. <laughs> can Matthew Judon get north of three and a half tackles? <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio. Your Monday night football preview, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive. dot com. On the way. Brock Purdy has been outstanding through the first game and a half. But the 49ers' future quarterback is not on the roster right now. We know who it is, though. It's next. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Okay, I'm not there. I, I, I love RCU. I I'm don't not know there. If, I don't know if I can go with that. Yeah. Saying that that's the best quarterback play that the 49ers got all season long, the performance from Purdy yesterday. Nah, did we forget man. about what Jimmy Garoppolo did on Monday Night Football down in Mexico City a few weeks ago? Did I, we forget I, about that? I think he threw four? for 228 and four touchdowns, no picks. I mean. And that was a route, Carlin. 
That was a 38 to 10 ball game. It was a nice day yesterday. It was it was doing everything you're supposed to do yeah. and not making any big mistakes. Yeah. Great. Great. That's I don't want to see us get ahead of our skis here on Brock Purdy. Now, first and foremost with the 49ers. This from Adam Schefter. 49ers said Debo Samuel suffered a sprained MCL and ankle, but is expected to return during the regular season. And Debo Samuel also tweeted out about 30 minutes ago, that ain't nothing but God. So he's feeling pretty good about what happened and the injury not being worse than what a lot of people speculated it could be after you saw the video and the replay from what happened yesterday. Now, when it comes to the 49ers and what their future is at quarterback, number one, Brock Purdy has a lot of work to do between now and the end of the season, however this plays out. Yeah. Having said that, uh, we can talk about Trey Lance all you want. We don't know when he's going to be back next year. If the 49ers have the chance to get Tom Brady, they're going to. And if Tom Brady has the chance to go to San Francisco, he's going to go there. And that's fully what I expect next year. I don't think Tom Brady's going out like this, and I certainly don't think he's playing another year in Tampa. And the most ideal situation for him would be to go to San Francisco and take one last crack uh, at winning a title. I I know the 49ers were interested the last time around, and they couldn't make it work, but can you imagine that for a second if they brought in Brady and it was Garoppolo backing up Brady again? Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. no, no, no. I think they, they've got to let Jimmy go, and they reworked Jimmy. I'm talking about before if that had happened yeah, last time. No, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. That, that could never happen. But here's yeah. the deal. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was out of there. They reworked his contract at the beginning of the season – um, so because they couldn't find anybody to trade for him, and one of the stipulations is that they can't franchise tag him. Right. So he he can walk out of the door out of the door unencumbered. So he's and let's he's just gonna, operate that he's he, not a factor, and he's going to have a big market. So he's not yes. a factor for forty nine. He doesn't factor into the equation. So you got Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Tom Brady potentially being an option in the twenty twenty three offseason. Between Brady and the forty ers Carla, because it makes so much sense. Who says no? Nobody. I don't think anybody says no. Now, the, there, will be people, the, there will be people out there that say, well, the 49ers invested three first-round draft picks in Trey Lance. They invested a draft pick in Brock Purdy. This team is going to be a playoff team with Brock Purdy as their starting quarterback. Why wouldn't you just see what you have in those guys? And my response to that would be, because you're in your championship window right now. You yep. have to win a championship while you have this core of players together. Because, Carlin, you can't pay everybody. You just paid Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk is a first-round pick. George Kittle is making big money. Nicky Bosa is going to be making big money. Fred Warner just got paid. Hafunga's going to want big money because he's playing at a Pro Bowl level. You've got all of these mouths to feed when it comes to your team. Trent Williams has got a huge contract. You're just Christian McCaffrey. You've got so many guys that you got to pay, Carlin, that at some point you're not going to be able to keep the band together. So while you got all of these guys, why not go out and get the quarterback that's taking more teams to the Super Bowl than any other quarterback in NFL history? Who, by the way, grew up a 49ers fan, was in the building for the catch, and... Carlin, he had 100 people at the stadium yesterday. Tom Brady had 100 tickets to yesterday's game. He's from 20 minutes away. So the only way in which Brock Purdy would be the option over Tom Brady next year is if Brock Purdy was the reason the 49ers won the Super Bowl. 
The 49ers could win the Super Bowl, and he could just be the game manager, and they would still look at Tom Brady for next year. Well, yeah, it's mission accomplished if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl because that's Tom Brady-esque, right? Right. But, and but when have we seen a rookie quarterback take his team to the Super Bowl? It ain't never happened, no. Carlin. No, it's never happened. Chris, and this is the other thing, too. If you're worried about the three first-round picks and all that stuff with Trey Lance, that's nothing a Lombardi trophy can't take care of. No. They're not even remotely worried about that right now. They'll worry about that when they haven't won yet and they have to go into next year and make a decision because I don't even think that decision's even going to be there to make because I don't expect Trey Lance to be back and to be ready uh, maybe by the beginning of the season. But even if he is, Carlin, that's a 2024 problem yeah. if I can get Tom Brady now. Yeah. Like, I don't have to make I have to go win now. I got to go win now. And Tom Brady gives me the best chance to win. And I get it. People are saying, oh, Brady looked terrible in yesterday's game. If you had that 49ers defense hunting your ass, you'd look bad too. Think about how bad Tua looked two weeks ago against that 49ers defense. Yeah. Think about how bad that was. They make a lot of quarterbacks look that way. About the only quarterback that didn't look that way against San Francisco, Pat Mahomes in yep. week seven. That's the only one. I mean, this defense has held opposing offenses to 17 points or less six straight games. They are lights out. They are dominant. What you need is a quarterback that can help you take advantage of having that defense and this collection of skill position players. Right now, we'll see what Brock Purdy is or isn't, but if you got a chance to get Tom Brady and you don't win the Super Bowl this year, then you absolutely got to go after him in the offseason. So much so, if there was a market right now on betting on it, will Tom Brady be a 49er next year? I would absolutely jump on that. Yeah. I mean, without I mean, thinking twice, he's not going back to Tampa and he's not no. retiring. No, those no. two things aren't going to happen. Absolutely not. So if he's going to play football and I'm going to presume that he will be because this is a guy that in effect put his marriage on the line to keep playing football. I, I, I got to say this, Carlin, San Francisco makes the most sense when you look at the potential destinations. Now, could the L.A. Rams make sense if Matt Stafford decides to walk away? Possibly. But the Rams don't have what the 49ers have. So if you're Tom Brady, doesn't it make more sense to go to San Francisco? I think so. And I wouldn't go to the Rams. I don't think the, I think the window's shut on the Rams right now. So there are some odds actually on bookies.com. The favorite right now reputable would, site. Yes, like. yeah, I use it. <laughs> the favorite just just for conversational purposes, of not course. not for like betting. That's what we used to say, for entertainment purposes only. Yes. <laughs> The New England Patriots are the favorite, according to this site, at plus 250. Wow. So drunk. Wow. The, the, Niners, the Niners are second at plus 350. The Bucks are third at plus 500. There, then then retirement. Is, I, I, first of all, I'd jump on the – I don't think the price is big enough, but I, I would jump on it anyway to go to San Francisco. There is no chance – that he is going back to New England. No is, book, is bookies.com run out of Foxborough? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's in Belichick's basement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. We gave oh, you the five best, though. There was a lot of bad things yesterday in the NFL. So, it's the Christmas season. The fat Grinch over here has showed up. He's going to tell you the five worst. Bottom five. Next, Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? You're a mean one, Mr. (laughs) Grinch. (laughs) You really are a hero. Some people have told me that the Grinch gets a bad rap during the Christmas season, holiday season. Well, all the little who's in Whoville, I mean, let's be honest, those are greedy little kids. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not that the Grinch didn't like Christmas time or the holiday season. I he think just had enough with Whoville. The Grinch didn't like people, which is fair sometimes. It, absolutely sometimes, it's sometimes fair. people suck. Let me ask you this just real quick. I just need a just real quick guidance on something. What's up? Before I get to the bottom five, it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. The yes, other night, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Next yes, question. it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. No, this was more of along the lines of not liking people kind of thing. Okay. I'm in line at the drugstore the other day to get a prescription. There is uh, three people in front of me. There is a older woman who is right in front of me, and as I get in line, she turns around and says, are you in line to get a prescription? I said, yes. And she says, okay, would you, could you keep my place in line while I go get a few things? Okay, sure. I could do that. I'm good guy. Yeah. Next couple of people come. They, you know, go through. I'm next. The next person is done at the counter. I go up to the counter. She comes running up and cuts in front of me. Because I was Mm. holding her spot. And I said nothing. I let it go. Yep. I'm not going to. You know, are you the bad guy? Am I the bad guy for being a little bit annoyed by that? Well, I, and, I, I was, and by the way, uh, asking about a hundred questions that you don't need to ask at the counter. Well, here's what I will say though, Carlin. I, I was right there with you because this was an older woman. Yes, and you want to respect your elders. I get all of those things. It's not even a just I, respect I, for people. Okay, I, I was sure. just gonna say, okay, I'm I'm right there with the holding the place in line and all of that stuff. Right until the moment where you told me she came running back up to the counter. Yes. Because if she was running, if she had the ability to run back up to the counter, yeah. let me tell you what I'm not going to do. Get out of the way. I'm going to get my damn prescription and keep it moving. Yeah. That's that's a that's a her problem at that point. She, she took too long to do the rest of her damn Physically shopping. cut in front of me. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to have to bogart her. Hell no. I might have to box her out like I'm Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, it might, it might be that type of situation. All I ever think of in that situation is, you know, local talk show host gets in altercation, altercation with elderly woman. 
It's not an altercation. You're just getting I your know. Pres- you're getting Chris, your prescription. You know it's all about going. how it's painted. Well, listen, she was not in line, and I was in line. I'm trying to do the right thing. Well, listen, you get the video footage, and you put it out on social media. <laughs> I'd be backing off like you were just about to hit me for a roughing the passer call. There you and go. My hands would oh, be up in the air. That, the Jalen Phillips yes. roughing the passer <laughs> exactly. last night. His hands that he is, put is up is in that, the air. Is that in your bottom five? It is. It should be. It is. Guess what? Let's get to it. Because that, my friends, we're going to get to it right out of the gate. Here's Carlin with the bottom five. Number five. And that's where we're starting with the Chargers and Jalen Phillips last night. I mean, I don't know what else you're supposed to do as a defensive lineman. He came in and sacked to a tongue of Iloa. And Chris literally lifted his two arms up as he was falling down on him on the ground. Didn't even fall on him all that hard. And not Tua just got rid of the ball. Sacked him mm-hmm. and got called for roughing the passer. It's disgusting. I, what are you supposed to do? I don't know what you can do. It's absolutely disgusting the fact that the NFL allows this ambiguity around the rushing the passer penalty. And they don't have any clear guidance as far as defensive players go in terms of telling us what's going to be allowed and what's not allowed. Players were told you can't land your full body weight on the quarterback. Jalen Phillips didn't do that last night, and yet he was still called for roughing the passer against Justin Herbert. It makes no sense to me, Carlin, that the NFL hasn't been better when it comes to these specific types of penalties. We've got the quarterback strike zone. They've made that clear and obvious. Yeah. But when it comes to these subjective calls with roughing, it just makes no sense in terms of how far – how, how extreme the, the, the protections go as far as quarterback. We had the Grady Jarrett earlier this season on Tom Brady. Now the Jalen Phillips is just the latest instant of it. Something has to change. The competition committee has to look at it. That was 5B. This is 5A. Number oh, five. Uh, this is Joe Flacco, who has no interest in playing any football anymore. Yesterday, he comes in twice for Mike White, who is getting just battered around the place in Orchard Park. And the second time he comes in... First play, boom, sack, strip, fumble. That was at 14-7 Jets in the third quarter. Game over. Yeah. Game over. Joe Flacco was not interested in playing in that football game. Joe, time to go home. Time to go home. Number four. Jamie Gillum, the Giants punter, in case you missed the play (laughs) yesterday, (laughs) took the snap to punt the football away, started to move forward, dropped the snap, fumbled it forward. And then instead of trying to pick it back up and kick it, as it bounced, he tried to kick it on the bounce. Yeah. And it went 15 yards, so it was a drop kick. One problem, you can't legally do that. The ball has to be either A, going backward, and you're trying to do that, but still it's not legal technically um, if you're trying to do it right off the bounce. Or B, you have to let the official know that's what you're doing. Yeah. That was not what was going on. That was just ugly all the way around. No, and what made it worse is that the Philadelphia Eagles scored a touchdown on the next play with a bomb to A.J. Brown. Yeah, because he got penalized for it, and they got the ball at the 31-yard line. Boom. Good night. Number three. Brandon Staley. Again. That's your guy. I'll tell you. That's he, your guy, he, man. He, he, he basically might as well be the Brandon Staley bottom five. What really drove me nuts last night and we can talk about getting out coached on the other side and all that. That's fine. Brandon Staley was running the team so poorly that twice they had to use timeouts because they couldn't get the play in. 
And one of them was toward the end of the first half when they were going for it on fourth and goal at the two-yard line. And Brandon Staley, uh, for whatever reason, after a stoppage, kept changing the personnel that he was bringing in for the offensive play call, and they had to burn a timeout there. That was bad enough. Oh, by the way, earlier in the game, went for it on fourth down, atrocious play call. Yeah. Chris, he can't get out of his own way sometimes on the sideline, and it's maddening to watch. Well, here's the thing. By default, Brandon Staley's job might end up getting saved because I do think that there's a chance that this Chargers team can find themselves in the playoffs. It's morally wrong. <laughs> Number two. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, my God. Did you watch some bad football yesterday? Oh, that was you the did worst. That if was you the were worst. locked in on the 49ers and the Bucks. 35 nothing before you blink. Carlin, it was Fox's game of the week, and they cut away to bonus coverage in the third quarter. Not what Burkhart had in mind. <laughs> It was the game of the week. Yeah. And they cut the bonus coverage in the third quarter. Three turnovers. <laughs> oh, they my God. Guess what? The Bucks still can't run the football. No. 20 carries, 69 yards. That's a productive day yeah. for the Bucks. And at the same time, that was just non-competitive throughout. It is truly a punishment that should be doled out, my friends, to people who lose their fantasy football leagues, who come in dead last. You should make them watch every minute of NFC South football this season. That is worse than having to get a tattoo. That is worse than having to sit in a Waffle House for 24 hours. That is the worst. The NFC South is brutal. And instead of going to the playoffs, the team that wins the division, they ought to be relegated. Number one. Listen, I hate to sound like I'm picking on one guy. I got my car last night. As we said, I called two games yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got my car mm, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Turn on the radio, start listening to the game. And I thought, with well, that stat I just heard can't be right on Tua, could it? It was toward the end of the first half. So it was more like 9.30. Toward the end of the first half. And I could have, did he just? You saw the gate. You saw the group chat, too. Yeah. The group chat with our producer, Evan Wilder. Did did he just say Tua was three for 15? Yep. Yeah. And it actually extended further to three for 17 (sighs) to start. And then I got home and I saw that nice little highlight package of all the atrocious throws. You know Chris, what? he wasn't throwing it in the zip code of SoFi last night. Carlin, because Tuanon is so obnoxious, you know what I've come to... To, to the conclusion of mm. that Tua is the quarterback that Miami Dolphins fans deserve. Yeah, he really is. He's the quarterback that they deserve. And I got to tell you. They had it right all the time. For they, as, got, they got their guy. For as chirpy as all of you are, I hope they give him $200 million. <laughs> they, they got their guy. They got their guy. That is your bottom five. Anything that you felt like was not in there that should be. Yes. Jadavion Clowney not making a tackle on Samaje Piran at the goal line. Business decision. Piran ends up going in for a touchdown. He just stopped. I didn't see that. Oh, was it, was it a business awful. decision no, or no? It wasn't, it wasn't a business decision. He just stopped in the middle of the play. Just stopped. Just stopped. Mm. Checked out. That just shows you where the Cleveland Browns are at with their season. Wow. Completely checked out. Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio. What do we do? We make people money. And that's what we're doing next. Primetime parlay on the way, baby. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? In Carlin, ESPN Radio, trying to make you money. Let's go. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. It's a prime time parlay, baby. You're damn right it is. Monday night football. We have got the Arizona Cardinals hosting the New England Patriots. Now, Cardinals, a home dog. Normally that would be attractive, right? Mm-hmm. One problem. It's the Cardinals. Yeah. We have no faith in them. No. So here is our play for the night, a little three-legged parlay, if you will. We're going to go under 44 points as the total. I like it. Under 44 as the total. This is what we call a canty special. DeAndre Hopkins over six and a half catches. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. DeAndre Hopkins under six or over six and a half catches. And then finally, Kyler Murray to throw an interception. Kyler Murray to throw an interception. That three-legged parlay, Hopkins over six and a half catches, Murray to throw an interception. The under at 44 play uh, pays off at plus 570. I like it. On Caesars Sportsbook. I like it a lot. Oh. I like up. it a lot. Feeling good. Get you about some extra play. spending money for the holidays. We're just trying to help. We're just trying to help, and I think this is the best way that we could possibly do it. There you go. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888 ESPN is your Dr. Pepper telephone line. 888-729-3776. Canty, disturbing story out of Texas, uh, where at the University of Texas, they have suspended their head basketball coach, Chris Beard, they put out a statement just a few moments ago. Texas is actually uh, playing here in just a few minutes. He was arrested Monday morning on felony domestic violence charge, uh, arrested by police in Austin, Texas at 4.18 a.m., third-degree charge of assaulting a family-slash-household member, impede breath circulation or strangulation. So that's a scary scenario right there. He was released from jail uh, this afternoon after posting uh, $10,000 cash bond. Um, he is permitted to communicate with the alleged victim in a non-threatening manner and has to stay 200 yards away from the residence. Uh, his attorney says 100% innocent, and the complainant uh, wanted him released immediately. The problem with that is in some states, like I, I'm not a lawyer, yeah. But in some states, it's not really up to the complainant at that point. Yeah, in domestic violence situations, they don't leave it up to the person 
that could be the victim. They're just going to go ahead and arrest the person that they believe uh, is the assailant. So this is a terrible situation, as you already outlined, Carlin. And I think Texas did the only thing that they could. Yeah. And they, they had to suspend him. They had to put him on ice. And they have to let the legal process run its course before we can figure out what Chris Beard's future in coaching is going to be. Yeah, and, and this is where it says in their statement, given the information available, the university has suspended Chris Beard from his position yeah. uh, indefinitely and will withhold his pay until further notice. Yeah, the one thing I will say, Carlin, the whole all of this is false and nothing happened, yeah. that defense doesn't necessarily fly in this type of situation. Uh, it does not. No. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it's just a, a bad situation for that team who now has to go out and play tonight. Uh, Rodney Terry will be the acting head coach. Uh, they are playing Rice in just a little bit. And this team is ranked seventh in the current AP poll. Yeah. I mean, Chris Beard, as far as on the court, a good coach. This is obviously a very disturbing situation, and uh, we'll have more as more information becomes available. Also, keeping good thoughts for Mike Leach right now, uh, the head coach at Mississippi State, who is – uh, one of the real characters in college football and has been dealing with a serious health issues uh, issue in, in, credi- in critical condition uh, as we speak. So hopefully yeah. uh, he comes out of that. Um, just uh, one of the real characters in college football and from all accounts, a, a really good guy. Um, Canty, I cannot get past the idea of what I saw yesterday with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I just, I am amazed at what he has done this year. And this dude is the MVP right now. I, I don't see any other way to look at it. Well, Vegas has him as the MVP, and it feels like <laughs> as long as he doesn't spit the bit at the end of this thing, he's going to be bringing home that trophy. He's minus 110. Oof. Weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.